Hi, everyone, and welcome to Dating Tips and Tricks and Expert Love Advice. I'm your host, Brent Constantine, and with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. Okay, so I just want to start off really quick with Christine. We'll be getting a lot of listeners writing in, messaging, asking, what's going on with Christine? How's Christine doing? So why don't you talk about what's going on there with the uh, cult you've joined and uh, living behind a couch covered with rats? Well, I'm still behind the couch, um, but I think things are going a little bit better. I actually think Bita coming on the show and sort of like talking and expressing herself Mm kind of decompressed things a bit in the household. Someone put uh, some oil on the floor Mm -hmm. um, and I slipped on it the other day. And I don't know if they did that on purpose or what, but they... They were holding a camera ready um, to film me, and they did put it on TikTok, and I got pretty upset about it, and usually nobody's on my side in the house, but Bita did say, um, hey, stop. So things are actually going really well. I don't know if we're friends now or what. She's been pretty um, against that, but I think that things are going good. Aside from the threats I'm getting. Yeah, right, for sure. So has Bita mentioned me at all? Uh, That email address she gave me, I think there might have been a bit of a mistake. I've just been getting bounce backs from it. So just, you know, if you know anything about that. No. No, she hasn't mentioned you. Hmm. Not once, no. Hmm. I can ask her about you if you want Oh, that's okay, that's okay. I'm just going to keep emailing. Sometimes with these bounce backs, it's just they're trying to block out people who don't really want to seriously get in touch. So you send about 10, 15, and you kind of just power through that uh, bounce back wall. Oh, I've done it before. Yeah, I've done it before. I mean, speaking of stalking, I'm getting a little worried about this. these rats that aren't getting sliced up and put inside pizza boxes and then delivered to me mm-hmm. on my driveway. I mean... I'm not, oh, hold on, I've got a, sorry, I'm just, I'm just timing how long I could hold a pee in. That's six hours. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I did put a um, camera outside. So whenever uh, something nefarious comes up, like let's say someone puts a pizza box at the end of the driveway um, with a sliced rat in it, then I will be able to see who did it. As long as they're not wearing a hood or a hat and as long as they look up to the roof. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like I would be so extremely stressed out about all of this, except Abdul has been there every step of the way through my phone, through text. Mm. He's changed his voicemail. So now it kind of sounds like I'm talking to him. He like puts pauses in and stuff. So even if he's not available, I can still have like a session with him. And he told me the other day that I am on track to becoming 33%, which he said was just like unreal. Nobody ever does that. Mm. Um, And he said just the way that I'm handling all these threats and everything and not letting it get to me and not letting the police get involved is just like high percentage material. Christine, I just want to, you know, bring up, I just want to bring up your father and that situation there. Why? Well, are you are you talking to your father? Have you gotten back in touch? No, I'm not. I I don't want to talk about this, Brent. I'm not talking. Okay, Christine. Well, I I, unfortunately, you know, I'm not interested in in this aspect of your personal life outside of how it affects the show. Great, let's move on. But I've been getting nonstop messages from your dad. Uh, I've tried to block his number, but he seems to be getting through, which is the same situation with those email bounce backs, I think. So it does prove that it works. He's been sending me messages. He sent me this voice message and he asked for me to play it on the air. So I'm just going to play this now. Christine, 
This is your father. Okay. I've been unable to contact you by telephone, as it seems your number has been taken over by someone with the same name but a different accent. <sighs> Earlier this week, on my way to work at the pencil factory, I happened to drive by the women's prison and saw you handing out QR codes to recently released inmates. Christine, after weeks of silence from you, I admit that my heart broke seeing you like this. Please come back into my life, Christine. Since your mother died last year, I feel like we've been drifting apart. I'm sorry if I caused you to go down this path with my emotional absence, but please understand, I never meant for things to turn out like this. This so-called spiritual advisor, Abdul, that you've becoming entangled with is nothing but a charlatan, and I feel that in your vulnerable state, you're becoming a victim. I know that there is sadness inside you, Christine. This is unfortunately the latest in a long line of men you've tried to fill a void left behind by my neglect. Marriage after failed marriage, I've turned a blind eye and hoped you would work things out yourself. Um, I don't know what I see now that I was wrong. Please, Christine, I love you and want to see you happy, but this isn't the way to live your life. Your father, Gord Bortolin. Um, I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. Can you just, um, can we just move on to the questions, please? Well, I think that I kind of want to get an answer here as if you're going to respond to your dad. Like, I've got this voicemail filling up my inbox and it's taking data. Oh. You can just delete it. Okay. Can you well, just He keeps leaving it, it in there. That's what I'm saying. He keeps calling me every time I delete it. And I've got to keep that inbox open in case, you know, someone like Beta calls um, or my lawyer. I just don't want. Um, sorry. That's just, you know, um. I just don't think, um, like, what do you want me to talk to him through the podcast? Do you think he listens? No, I actually absolutely don't want you to do that. I guess I just wanted to say, like, um, I don't know why you're so negative about this. I'm, and why you say that, like, I, I constantly have issues with men. I don't have issues with men. I have issues with man, Mm -hmm. like with one or two men. Mm Um, but, uh, I think I'm a good person and I've never been happier and Abdul's not doing anything mean. He's being really nice to me actually. And we're not in a sexual relationship. Mm. He's actually kind of like a dad to me. Mm. Um, and he's more of a dad than you've ever been. Um, mm. And I, I, I guess I would just like to um, have you please stop calling Brent. Yes. Please stop trying to Yeah, I think we me. agree on this point for sure. Stop calling Brent Gord Bordelin. Mm-hmm. I think you've got a clear message from Christine. She's ready to reconcile with you. And I'm I not, think I'm not gonna reconcile with him, mm-hmm. Brent. I'm done. Anyway, I just mm-hmm. I, I, let's can we please move on? Okay, we'll be back with more dating tips and tricks <laughs> right after this. <gasps> Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special and exclusive interview with Jacob Samuel, creator of the revolutionary new dating app, DateMiner. It's very exciting. Jacob, I want to thank you for sitting down with us on the podcast to discuss your new app. When I got the unsolicited email to our account, I was a little bit skeptical, but then after opening it, I immediately got a call directly from you, and I knew right away that, okay, this guy is legit. 
So uh, why don't you tell everyone listening right now a bit about yourself and your background, because I think that it's pretty inspiring. Thanks so much, Brent. Uh, The whole team and myself are so excited to be partnering with dating tips and tricks and expert love advice for the launch of our revolutionary new app that will connect people like never before. Mm -hmm. As a data groomer and analyst, I've spent my career looking at ways to make technology synergize between people, businesses, and shadow councils to create the absolute best experience. Mm -hmm. My startup, Executive Shield Food Services PMC, was founded seven years ago by me and a small team of tech stackers just in a basement at Sungrave Incorporated with the simple goal of revolutionizing the industry of delta-grade data packaging. Mm -hmm. And uh, thanks to investments from the Compass Group and its subsidiary, Synelectron Services, we've been able to do just that. Wow, from humble beginnings, huh? We hear all the time about people taking initiative and pulling themselves up by the bootstrap Taking big, uh, taking a big risk, but you're living proof that uh, not only is it possible, but it's just so easy to do. And I think, I think what most people are really excited about, Jacob, Jacob, is to hear uh, about mm-hmm. this app that you've created. That is going to. It sounds like it's just going to completely explode the dating world. Like, what can you tell us about it? Well, Brent, uh, I move around frequently, sometimes as many as 12 redeployments a year or so. And as a frequent single myself, Mm -hmm. you know, I know how tough it can Mm -hmm. be to not just meet new people, but to learn enough about them that you feel comfortable getting a nine quadrant profile. Mm -hmm. DateMiner is the answer to those who have looked at the current selection of apps, you know, the Tinders, Bumble, Mm -hmm. Hinge, Gluntly, Mumzone, Plump Chat, Zingbee, and said, what else is there? Yeah, this is pretty riveting stuff. Um, And we're going to be back really soon with part two of this exclusive interview with Jacob Samuel from DateMiner right after this break of uh, whatever this is. Okay, so let's get into this now. And I know a lot of people have been curious about what happened last week on the podcast. After the regular sign-off time, you heard me on a bit of an intrepid investigation live on location. And just to set the record straight about what happened, I was attacked. You know, Maria Antonia Express dispute this and say that I actually had just fallen on a public sidewalk. It was a bit icy outside, but I think the intent of them approaching me, and regardless of if it was 5 feet, 10 feet, or in this case, 25 feet away, I think the intent uh, to approach me triggered any accident that that did occur and, and did indeed occur. And that is why, although you can't see it, you may be able to hear my voice a bit strained in this recording. I am wearing a thick neck brace. My arms both have braces on them, although that doesn't affect my voice as much, so you wouldn't see or hear that either way. My journey now, I feel, is it's not that I want punishment or revenge. All I'm looking for is justice to the full extent of the law and to have Maria and Tony express you know, locked away for the maximum amount of time possible, whatever that might be. Again, not looking for revenge. I think it's just you do the crime, you do the time, and that time is the maximum amount possible available under the law. It's just so wild. I can't believe that. that how deep inside were you? Do you mean in the hedge I was strategically positioned in? Yeah, okay. Um, 
That hedge, it was one of those corner hedges, if you can imagine a corner with a hedge on it. So it was a bit of a journey for me to get in there and wedge myself much like a tick into the flesh of perhaps a deer or elk, moose, or even the mighty whale. I, like I said, am very interested in uh, revenge, sorry, not revenge, injustice, full extent of the law. And to that end, I have invited in a bit of a legal expert, a family and relationship law enthusiast and practitioner, Nima Galamipour. Nima, thank you so much for coming onto the show today. My pleasure. It's Thanks for having me. I see that you're drinking a glass of wine, uh, which is fine, which is fine. I do appreciate you being here with us. So Nima, uh, I just want to know from you, you know, what is my case here? And uh, why don't we start with just a bit of your background and, 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 and who, who you are? Uh, yeah, I'm mostly in like family law. I keep diving in. I, I keep deep diving in further and further into where the source of problems are, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So once you look at like a job and, and the the legal sort of battles within that job you look back into family and then mm-hmm. you, you and then you look into the person and where does mm-hmm. that person come from mm-hmm. and what's their background and what mm-hmm. are they struggling with right i'm 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 diving i'm diving into the legal system i'm not always going to be right i often i often find i lose i lose a battle mm. but uh i try hmm. my best hmm and hmm. uh I'm not afraid to fail. Wow, that's great. A lot of people see lawyers as a bit of, you know, snake in the grass and uh, thieves, liars. But I got a good sense from you. And those uh... those are those are the winning lawyers. You know, those are those are the good lawyers, you know. Right. Uh, Oftentimes, like you want to go with those lawyers Mm -hmm. um, because the system is just set up that way. Right. Is for those, you know, people who lie, uh, steal, cheat. You know, they win. Right. That's interesting. That's why I brought you on. I'm learning so much just now. We haven't even, you know, gotten to the case. I, I feel <laughs> like... We haven't in, even gotten to the details of the case, yes. <laughs> so, Nima, I think that, uh, you know, where have you practiced um, in the past? I, I, I'm really interested in, in sort of your background. I'm a self-taught uh, individual. So... Wow. I learned everything, everything online. Wow. So do you, like, have to take a test to become a lawyer? There's a written exam. There's, um, there's an interview process. And I, I Skyped with the law, law professor. Mm-hmm. He uh, is a freelance professor um, uh, who I can't name. But he uh, mm-hmm. gives out law degrees um, kind of wow. in the dark web. But, it, but it, mm. there's a test. Like, it's all legit. It's just, um, you know, I'm, I want to talk about uh, some of the cases that you've had in the past and some of the big landmark cases that have defined your career at this point. A lot of uh, hit and run cases, uh, mm-hmm. family member involved hit and run cases. That often is is, uh, mm. is mostly like accidents, driveway accidents. What do you view on seatbelts? Seatbelts? Yeah, I've lost to them. The seatbelt industry has some fine lawyers i imagine it's probably a lot of those kids you know kind of playing in the in the in the driveway when they're not supposed to their dad's probably told them in the past you know don't get in that driveway i pay for it it's mine so when you go to court i mean it's sort of an open and shut case like those kids uh you know those kids go to jail yeah those are hard battles when you when you when you like really get into law it 
really breaks things open and uh, causes even further mm-hmm. like disputes, you know? Like I usually say like stay away from suing mm-hmm. anyone. Wait, but then that would put you out of work. People are, well people are not listening to me, which is a good thing. I wish you would have been around about a few weeks ago when I was in prison cuz you could have really helped me out, I think. <laughs> you've been you've been in prison? Well, I was just in holding. Oh, I've been there. Okay, Christine, I, I don't want you to talk about how you're a felon. Uh, that's not what this is about. We're going to be back right after this and just with legal talk. None of this other shenanigans. Okay, we are back for part two of our exclusive interview with Jacob Samuel, data analyst and founder of the new dating app, DateMiner. Uh, Jacob, in our last segment, we talked about the history of the app, but let's get into how people can use this revolutionary program. I know the problems that people are having with these apps is how difficult they are to install on their phones. It's so, it's just impossible. Like I've tried it myself and just, I'd rather just throw my phone in the trash. So I'm going to ask you, Jacob, like (laughs) straight up, what makes DateMiner different from these other apps? Well, thanks so much, Brent. Uh, Great question. Unlike these other apps, DateMiner is so so easy to use. Mm-hmm. First, just load the app through our unique Date Miner app store on desktop at www.peakagis.dfz. Mm-hmm. You won't find us on Apple's app store due to unspecified contractual issues. Make sure that download is a .mft file and not a .lyu yeah. file. If it's a .lyu file, shut down your hardware immediately, cold wipe your drive, and ignore any subsequent phone pings. And then all you need to do is email that app file to your device through a standard gray class server account. Open that email on your phone and click on the MFT attachment, then click force install. Hmm. At this point, you're going to get a lot of pop-ups happening on the screen. Uh, Stay calm. You're going to want to click yes, 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 and then ignore, and then yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes, and then I'm sure. Your phone is going to power off, and if it restarts, it's going to be in what Apple calls core lock mode. So don't be concerned if some of your home screen appears in grayscale. This is fine. Uh, Triple touch the app icon. It should appear larger than standard apps and be pulsing. Right, right, yeah. That grinding sound you hear coming from your phone is the app opening. Mm -hmm. Your phone may begin to vibrate sporadically. And that's just the app integrating with your hardware condenser. Now you're ready to get started and begin meeting local and international singles and interfaces with DateMiner. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That is. Uh, this is incredible, Jacob. I've already installed the app on my phone, and uh, it's really hot now. Like I can't touch the phone. Is this normal? Totally. That's okay. totally. That's right, Brett. What you're feeling right now is your phone being supercharged by our software right. and it ensures you're getting the best experience possible. Okay. DateMiner revolutionizes dating by taking advantage of our patented network module interface mm. possession technology. Mm. Wow. Uh, I'm so excited to learn more and start dating. Uh, we're we're going to be back right after this for part three of our exclusive interview with the new dating app, DateMiner Creator, Jacob Samuel. So stay tuned. So Nima, what I want you here today is to strengthen that case, you know, punish is the wrong word, but take vengeance against Tony Express and Maria. So what kind of a case do we have here? Brett, I've been looking at this case and I, I really think we're we're in a good position here. First of all, we can start off with just like a physical and emotional abuse. 
You've right. been attacked and you've right. been you've been insulted. Yes, I have. That is one thing we can we can go for. So what do we need to sort of do that? Because I have records. What I, kind? Of, well, we got to know what kind of records you have. I have I have a recording uh, outside in the shrub at Maria's home. The scene of the crime. The scene of the crime. What kind of recording are we talking about? An audio recording. How good is the audio? Well, you can hear me. Uh, you can hear me fall. You can hear the shrub. Uh, you can hear Tony Express close the door to Maria's house. Do you have video, Brent? Do you have a video? Do you have a video that syncs up with the audio? That's, well, here's here's what I've got. Here's that's what the I've real got. question, Christian. Here's what I've got. I've got video of myself at the hospital uh, recording the injuries that I received. So I wanted to document that. So I do have that video. Although you can't really see the angle that I was at. Uh, it was sort of just face on. If anything, it really... I mean, you can't even really see the the neck brace in it. Um, I, it's just me crying, and I guess that could be anywhere. But uh, is that helpful? It is. It, it's yeah. At first, it sound, evidence sounds good. Then you gotta look at how you can be how that evidence can be manipulated. That could also be a deep fake. Okay. Well, here's the other thing I've got. I have a written testimony from myself documenting the event. From start to finish. And and Maria has signed this? No, but her name is included in the uh, the document that I've written. So what can we do? What kind of evidence or stakeout can can we get Maria? So you want to uh, find something incriminating, like an incriminating evidence of her? You know, I'm willing to really wear a wire. I'm really willing to, uh, you know, put on uh, glasses with wires in them. Anything I'll, I'll do uh, just to kind of, kind of. Get her to confess. Is she known to confess or like, do you know if she would? What's like, we got to figure, we got to like learn about Maria. Yeah, she has those huge hedges. So what's she hiding there? You know, that's, that was my thought as I was kind of embedded in there. Probably really good soil. It's a property thing. It's not a, it's nothing to do with her. You know, maybe let's, let's say I get Maria, you know, alone. I sort of send her a, a phone call or text message and say, hey, I'm one of your kids' fathers, and, you know, I'll fill in the names. And I'll say, why don't you meet me here at uh, a secluded location? And again, Starbucks. We'll fill, we'll, yeah, a, a secluded Starbucks, yeah, on the edge of an industrial area. And uh, I want to talk. I'd like to get back together, you know, start paying child support for one of those five kids. I know it might help you out a lot. Really just play on those emotions. And so for a, for a woman like Maria, who only cares about money, she'll jump on that, I think, pounce like rat on trash. And when we've got her out there at the uh, that's that industrial warehouse area, Starbucks or equivalent, maybe a second cup or uh, Waves Coffee House, you know, some one of the less... Uh, popular ones then we can sort of put this into motion and spring this trap so so you know what are your thoughts what kind we've got her out there what can we kind of do to her or have done to her if she's if she's known to have many kids you can Mm -hmm. you can get right in there Mm -hmm. and get her to open up to you in a Mm -hmm. way where she is letting out truth Mm -hmm. um and you can set yourself up as a as well as we could do a sting operation that's sort of like mm. that. It's like you're one of her kids mm-hmm. reaching out and getting to know her, and you 
you kind of develop this relationship with her mm-hmm. for her to open up about this case mm-hmm. and we can get some information out of that. How do you think about that? What do you think about that? How you feel about that? I'm feeling pretty you- good. So so we're sort of going into it with, uh, hey, mom, haven't talked to you in about 18 years since you abandoned me at the orphanage uh, in that Yeah, we got to work on that voice a little bit, but that's, that's around. I'd, lo- yeah. I'd love to get in touch, learn about any crimes you've committed and sort of, you know, if you could talk into this microphone because... I didn't get a lot of good health care growing up as an orphan. My ears have kind of rotted out uh, over the years. Wait, wait, but wait, wouldn't she know if she abandoned a child? That is not something that happens very often, Brent. I mean, like, Nima, I don't mean to speak on behalf of the law because you, obviously you're the expert. But I mean, as a as a woman, I can say that, like, um, you'd probably remember. You know, you know, Christine is totally right. I think I was looking at this like a like Maria was a father figure, and and men men definitely forget the times they have ejaculated. But uh, birthing someone is an experience, and I don't think uh, Maria would mistake you for. Uh, we got to look at mm-hmm. another plan here. Why not just do the the X thing? Yeah, I was a little overzealous on this. Uh, I thought this. This kid thing would be like a, you know. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be negative. No, no, no. No, you're right. Okay, well. Now, what about this Tony Express character? What? How, how can we loop him in here? You know, he has a lot of misdeeds in his past. Like, we got to look at those misdeeds. I'm, I'm, I'm not familiar with them. Is Tony Express, in, like, uh, the owner and head of Tony Express? Okay, well, I did send you those documents, but that's fine. We have a lot of time to prepare the case. So what kind of settlement do you think we could get out of this? Like, what, what's the money situation looking uh, like? It depends. What do, you, what do you think is, like, su- suitable for you? What, what makes you happy? Well, I'd love money. So I, any amount there. $1,000? Like, let's work. Uh, let's, let's put 1000 as the floor and sort of work up from there. So This is, yeah, this is, this is ridiculous. We're we're gonna don't worry about this, Brent. Like we're get, we're we're got you covered. Uh, I'm gonna use all my online learning resources to help you out. Um, we're gonna take them down. Like they got nothing on us. <laughs> you know, I got cryptocurrency I can use on this. You know what? I'm gonna contact my professor, uh, Bob Darkweb, and we're gonna use him to take them down. He's gonna help us out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get on one chan, two chan, three chan, four chan, uh, and. Do some exchanges, run some run some errands, and help you out, Brad. Okay, we've got about a minute left or so. So, uh, Christine, like I did say, you know, if we had some extra time, you can quickly ask Nima your personal uh, legal questions. Just uh, just make it quick, okay? Um, yeah, I, I just wanted to know, like, um, I don't really know what stalking is. Like, I know what it's like when you're like stalking an ex, but I feel like maybe the Brown Fern Gang is potentially stalking me and threatening me and not in like a normal threatening way where it's just kind of like emotional but more of like a like physically threatening um but i'm just wondering if i should maybe take legal action or if this is the type of thing where like i should hold off which gang is which gang are they well i think they're called the brown fern gang okay there's just there's just a a a gang that's half that's after me that's been harassing me i assume there's only one because otherwise there'd be a lot of mix-ups like scheduling wise <sighs> okay i think we're we're talking about a different group of people thank god thank god 
Um, yeah, they've just been kind of like leaving a lot of uh, rats that they slice open um, in pizza boxes. What kind of rats? Well, I think just like loose rats. I don't. I don't know. They're just. I don't know where they're getting them. Yeah, just the, they're slicing them up and they're they're leaving them in pizza boxes, sort of like as signs to warn me off. And like on the one hand, it's awesome because like the rat population around my uh, place is way down, which is great. Like I can actually get a good night's sleep because there's nothing running through the walls. But I'm a little worried that they're going to run out of rats. And then, like, what's next? Cat, dog, deer. Ants. I've got an ant infestation at my place. Right. Yeah, so I'm just worried that things are going to escalate, I guess. Okay, Christine, my advice for you is to uh, just stay put. Stay low. Stay low to the ground. Dig dig yourself into a hole and stay there. Put yourself in a shell like the turtle. The turtle, how has the turtle lived for so many years? Is because it's in a shell. No one really wins here, um, okay, except the brown ferns. So you're going to want to make sure to do everything you can to lose. Well, when if they contact me? Uh, I've advised uh, a lot of my clients with the brown ferns, and and this is what a thing that I always say to them is to just do whatever they say. What what happens to them? What's that? Well, what happened to them after you said that? Oh, I I didn't hear from them after that. I just... uh, Stopped hearing from them, so I thought that it worked out, right? Uh, okay. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for that advice. I will. Yeah, no I'll worries. If I don't it. hear from you, then I I know that you're fine. You're do- right. you're good. You're good out there. Right. Well, I'm glad everything worked out pretty well there. So, Nima, I think that uh, what we're going to want to do is you know work closely together. It sounds like you've got a good idea of how we're gonna close this case uh case case of the century it sounds like i can't wait to say case closed brent case cl- case closed i think we got a lot here to work with and I'm, I'm really positive about this brent i think you should be you should feel confident i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna I'm, i got your back you can you can fall into you you could fall with your back to me and i will catch you brent we're gonna we're gonna get them so good they're gonna wanna they're gonna they're gonna change religions yeah, we're going to get them so good, their realities are going to shift. This is one of the most exciting cases I've ever been on. Okay, well, Nima, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. I'm really amped up. I'm feeling we've got a great connection here. I feel like we're on the same wavelength, and we're going to put a lot of these plans into motion. Okay, I'm uh, I'm uh, excited to do this with you. That was lawyer Nima Galamipour, and we will be back with more dating tips and tricks right after this okay welcome back to dating tips and tricks and expert love advice's exclusive interview with jacob samuel creator of the dating app date miner jacob i think what we're all excited to learn is the nuts and bolts of the app we've got it downloaded we've got it installed our phone has stopped squeaking what comes next thanks so much brett uh you know this is where things get really exciting and what really separates a date miner from the rest of the pack. Mm-hmm. First, you're going to want to create a unique identifier profile through our date miner system. Simply uh, open the app and create a username that begins with reference column mm-hmm. and then ends with your birthday, month, year, and the first and last initials of your name. So for instance, I would be reference column 26 1987 js wow this is this is the most streamlined dating app i think i've ever heard of brent 
You're exactly correct. In most dating apps, the next step would be to upload personal photos of yourself to share with other users. Okay. And this kind of data gathering is not just invasive of your privacy, it's also functionally graded low priority. Mm -hmm. What DateMiner has done is eliminate this in favor of a completely virtual system. Mm -hmm. Simply place your right index finger on the screen when prompted and hold for a full upload. Mm -hmm. Then, when completed, hold your phone's camera at eye level. Remember not to blink for the next 30 to 78 seconds while our servers reference your retinas. Then Mm -hmm. all you need to do is complete a 360-degree biometric scan of your face and body. Mm -hmm. You've now produced a fully immersive 3D data husk to interact with other daters and administrator profiles. Pose your data husk in real time in fun and exotic locations and create the perfect image. The best part is that you can import real-world locations for your data husk to engage with travel to local government mm-hmm. power and military facilities and upload live video to share with other profiles mm. and enjoy the fun of seeing your data husk in a fully augmented reality and for every internal facility you map you'll earn date chips which you can redeem for exclusive offers wow okay well you you heard that here first that's uh that's pretty incredible jacob so then you can uh meet up with other singles based on that avatar or data husk, what you're calling a data husk. Uh, new features are being added all the time. Mm-hmm. So remember to check back into the app often and always leave it running in the foreground with your phone unlocked with the screen upright at all times. Amazing. Uh, Jacob, we all appreciate you coming on the show to explain to us this amazing new app. I've already signed Christine up for an account on her phone and she says she's been getting people interested in her profile nonstop. The phone has not stopped uh, hissing, buzzing. I'm not sure what. Yeah. So I want to thank you again, Jacob, for coming on to dating tips and tricks and expert love advice. And I hope, I hope people download that app. Seems so easy and so fun. Okay. Thanks, Jacob Samuel. Uh, and I hope to see you again. I hope we see you again. Cause it sounds like you've got a lot of uh, ideas kind of formulating here. I'd love to be on again. Thanks so much, Brad. Thank you, Jacob. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year. After he had gotten out of a five-year relationship, he says he loves me, but he recently told me that his ex was better in bed than I am. I have lost confidence in our relationship and don't enjoy making love with him now, knowing I don't measure up. I have told him he hurt my feelings, but he doesn't care. What do I do now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely this is a breakup situation. I think that... Mm-hmm. It sounds like he wants to communicate with you and communicate specifically about his ex and their sexual experience, but you're kind of stonewalling him or, you know, just a wall. Out of, it could be made out of anything, not just stone, but he's trying to express and communicate and you're just shutting that down. So uh, I think that communication is key here and he's trying to give you that information about whatever it is, his day. Uh, his work, the sexual experience he had with an ex-lover, and you're just not interested in in what's going on. And so it sort of just shows that you're not a willing partner uh, to kind of learn and grow with him. Yeah, absolutely. How dare he tell you about how his ex was in bed? Also, your bodies are so different. And also, like, they were together for five years, so Mm -hmm. they learned each other's bodies big time. Whereas you've only been dating for a year, Mm -hmm. so you're just sort of discovering each other's bodies and, like, what makes you tick and stuff like that. And I say end the exploration. Go home. 
uh, breakup. Yeah, that's right, Christine. I think in the immortal words of John Meyer, uh, your body is a wonderland. And there's never been a time that's more true than with a lover of five years or more. So it sounds like it's a it's a big breakup here. I have been writing to an inmate from the Florida prison system for about two years. It has slowly developed into more than a friendship. He has made mistakes, nothing violent, and has turned his life around. Am I wrong for considering someone who is in prison? I think it's totally fine to do. I think it's awesome that, you know, you went from a friendship into more than a friendship. I think that's beautiful, but... Honestly, two years and nothing's happened. Mm. I say break up. You think it's more than a friendship, mm. but let's be honest. I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say break up, but I don't actually think you were, you even had a chance. I'm going to have to agree with Christine here. If you are interested in the relationship, the best thing to do is break up. A lot of these parole boards, they look to see, has this inmate been developing a sort of network of uh, outside influences? And if I remember correctly... Uh, If they have, they look negatively on that and they say, well, here's someone who can get out and can just go straight back to to crimes and has a a place to stay. So if you really want to be with this person, you need to break up and then wait for them to be released and then have sort of an off the books relationship. Because as a criminal, they're going to go straight back to doing crimes. Um, I know you said nothing violent. That's not true. Well, it is actually statistically true from reports that I. No, I've, that's not how it reports works. that I have access to. Well, you to. should you should not just believe that, Brent. You should. Yeah, you just I agree. That I understand work. where you're coming from. As a felon yourself, you are looking to kind of overturn some of these perceptions and prejudices that are, of course, as we know, based on facts, facts and studies. You know what? I would be fine if I were a felon. You are. Okay. It doesn't mean You've anything. Been in prison. You were, I'm, I'm you not. Were, that doesn't make me a felon, okay, Brent. Well, you don't know law. Ask Nima. He'll tell you if he knows. I'm 25 and have been married to Bob for five years. The problem is I'm in love with, oh, his 53-year-old mm. father. At one family get-together, Charlie kissed me passionately in the kitchen when no one was around. If I tell Bob the truth, not only will it destroy our marriage, but forever ruin Bob's relationship with his father. Wait, which one's the son? Bob's the son, Charlie's the dad. Should I ignore my feelings for Charlie and pretend it never happened, or should I tell Bob what happened, hoping he'll understand? Definitely, this is a big breakup here with uh, your, your marriage to Bob. I think that ultimately, if Bob does love you, Uh, he will get over it and he'll still have you in his life as his mother. So I think that it's a real win. Oh my God, break up. This is not okay. Mm -hmm. How old, like this person was like 22 when this happened or Mm -hmm. something? Legal age. And they were married to the son. Honestly, break up with Charlie and break up with Bob because it's just going to be so awkward if you don't. What you could do is just disappear. Sometimes when things are really bad, I just think... I'll just disappear. Then I won't have to deal with any of my problems anymore. So I would suggest considering that because it really is possible. It's harder now because the internet. But- well, Christine's got some evidenced, uh, his- historical evidenced issues with father. But I think that what we see here, father knows best. And I think what you need to do is you have feelings for Charlie, the dad. Now your dad and mom, Bob is your son. This is the perfect situation. You get to stay you know, with Bob in your life, but also have that sexual relationship with his father. Why break that family up? If anything, 
it'll keep them closer together. I don't think that that's how Bob's going to react, Brent. He probably won't want to be in his dad or his ex's life anymore. Yeah, and what if they have kids? What if she has a kid with Bob and then she has a kid with Charlie? Is that your own grandpa? I guess Bob's your uncle. Yeah, I say break up. Yeah, I think we're on the same page here. Break up with Bob and Christine and I both agree. Get together with the dad, Charlie, and uh, let's take this family to the next level. I don't agree. So uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in uh, to this episode of Dating Tips and Tricks and expert love advice. I am Brent Constantine, and with me is Christine Bordelin. Hello. And until next time, may your hearts be full. Do you feel like your life is without purpose? Have you recently experienced the loss of a loved one or possibly all of your loved ones? Do you feel vulnerable and or alone in the world and need someone to guide you both financially and spiritually? Hi, I'm independent life advice development coach, Abdul Aziz. Since the autumn of 2019, I've provided advanced and advanced masterclass level success actualization to students now totaling in the double digits. Through my three-week online or mail-based seminar, you'll learn the everyday basics of accomplishment maturation, effort achievement, Realization therapy, advancement fruition, performance consummation, attainment ascendancy, prosperity successfulness, and effort achievement level two. Put an end to coworkers and still living loved ones constantly mocking you to your face at work or at family functions. Finally, stop male, female, or non-gender identifying sexual partners from cheating on you over and over again. Force online message board users to respect you and your opinions about the Star Wars sequel trilogy. I'm Abdul Aziz, and it's time to join me as part of my Success Actualization Life Development Masterclass program today. For more information, please visit the bus stop outside the Women's Remedial Security Holding Facility and use your smartphone device to scan one of the QR codes you see in the area. If you don't have a smartphone, simply sketch the design down on a piece of paper and take it to your local library to be scanned. Stop thinking like an 8%er and start living like an 18%er today with my revolutionary new system.